Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jersey Educator Podcast. My name is Jeff Bradbury. And my name is Jim Boyce. And thank you for listening to our show. This is episode number 23. You are listening to the podcast created by NJEA members for NJEA members. And Jim, tell us a little bit about our guest on our show today. Jeff, on the show today, we have Marcos Navas, who is uh, no stranger to our members in Hudson County who do things around makerspace and around coding. Uh, Marcos is the technology coordinator, one of the technology uh, facilitators for the Union City uh, School District. And uh, he's here to talk all about makerspace coding and uh, also his uh, Ed Camp Urban, which he just had a couple months ago, Jack. And of course, uh, we are here in December wrapping up uh, Computer Science Education Month. Many of us in our school district celebrated the Hour of Code. So this is a nice little interview here uh, to wrap up the year. And Jim, I got to say, in wrapping up the year, it was a great 2016 for this podcast. We had some great guests. We, of course, did our, our two-hour-long uh, marathon session at the NJEA convention. People out there are probably interested in finding more about this show. Where can they go to subscribe and say nice things about us? Yes, Jeff. Uh, you know, we, we are on iTunes. Uh, listeners can do a search on iTunes. Find us there, including all 24 of the episodes that we did this year. What a great year. And like you said, a lot of good stuff there. Hours and hours of uh, professional development right there for the listening. And we're also on uh, Google Play and Stitcher under Jersey Educator. And you can find us on the web at njea.org slash podcast. And of course, as we're looking forward to 2017, there are some great professional development conferences and opportunities for us. Jim, what is coming up in the world of the New Jersey Educator Association? Well, Jeff, uh, I always like to tout our early career member events. Uh, We have early career members across the state getting together to network and share. And a couple things coming up uh, right in January, Um, our Team North group, uh, which is, uh, you know, out of uh, Bergen County and Union County and Passaic County and all counties north, uh, they're getting together back at the Elementary Brewery in Hackensack on January 6th for an event they're calling New Brew, New You, a follow-up event to the event uh, they held there in September, uh, Jeff, a social networking event uh, around the theme of uh, coming together as as union members to start off the new year in a great way. And Jeff, we also have a group of early career members in the central part of New Jersey. Uh, so wherever you you happen to live, you happen to work across the state, there is a group uh, close to you doing some things. Uh, and this group in central Jersey, uh, they're getting together every Sunday in January at a different Panera Bread all across the central part of the state. And they're getting together to talk about current events and politics and how that impacts our work and what we can do uh, to have our voices heard and make a difference. And Jeff, uh, anyone interested in coming out can learn more at njea.org slash early career members under the events tab there. You know, I love that just coming up here at the beginning of the year, we have a lot of great things happening. If I am a, in, a, a leader of a group in New Jersey and I would like to have my calendar shared on this very podcast, how can somebody do that to maybe get some uh, recognition for the great things that are happening in, 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 in all around the state? Jeff, the best way to get to us is to email us at podcast at NJA.org. You can also find us on Twitter and uh, Facebook, too. 
Now, in addition to all the great stuff happening, of course, we always want to share some of the great things that are happening in the Garden State and around the Garden State. Uh, check out all the great stuff on the Education Calendar, and you can find it over at educationcalendar.com. Jim, I was thinking a lot about our tech tip, and you know, some people have two weeks off this week, and some people have only a week off, but this is a great time for us to kind of reflect on the year, think about the lessons that we've done, the lessons that we're planning, and while we're sitting there watching the fire burn it's a great time to open up our google drives and get things organized and make sure that things are in their right spot and shared with the right people i know the last couple days over this weekend here i've been sitting here and and word pressing like you wouldn't believe to make sure that everything is organized for all of my teachers up in westwood and you know i i I just want to say as a courtesy to everybody around you I, I, I would say this, Jim. A happy, a clean inbox is a happy inbox, right? A clean <laughs> oh, inbox is, is a happy uh... inbox. So get your Google Drives in order. Get your Gmails in order. Get that stuff getting taken care of. So that way when you come back in January, you are going to be fresh to take care of all of that stuff. And if you need, I understand Jim Panera Bread is a great place to go. Jim, our guest today is not only a fantastic New Jersey educator, but he's also a master of all things STEM education and 3D printers. Uh, I had a chance to work with him recently at the NJEA convention where you and I had a fun time together uh, working over at the Maker Depot booth. We have a lot of stuff to talk to him about that. I want to welcome Marcos onto the program. Marcos, how are you today? Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Thank you so much for coming on today. Um, New Jersey educator, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're doing these days. All right. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me up here. It's a great honor to be up here. Teacher Cast, uh, uh, NGA podcast, awesome stuff going on. Um, so Marcos Navas, I'm a, a technology educator, uh, facilitator, sorry, in the Union City School District up here in Hudson County, you know, doing a lot of great things up here, running uh, STEM camps more importantly during the summer and uh, running STEM and maker initiatives all over the county and uh, starting to pour over into the, to Hudson County and more importantly into the state and been very, very busy this past couple of months. So, you know, I just wanted to share with everyone what's going on and hopefully bring some cool programs to Jersey as well. So let, let's kind of go through this as if uh, we're new to this subject here, because this is the first time that we've hit this on this podcast. We have STEM and we have STEAM. What is the difference? Well, STEAM is nothing more but STEM with an arch twist to it. Uh, here in Union City, we are very artsy to say the district is, loves the arts. We, we put a lot into the arts. So it's naturally we always throw a STEAM twist into everything. But uh, STEM is your science, technology, engineering, and math component. A lot of people think it is a separate thing, a separate subject that you only do after school or during a certain block time but in actuality what we're doing in the city is we're integrating it everywhere integrating into all different uh disciplines cross curricular uh we're we're running stem and steam camps we are doing a lot of great innovative stuff we have uh now robots so we have uh 12 different robots in the district, one for every school. So we're, we're bringing in uh, programming and coding and just doing some awesome, awesome things. Well, well talk to us a little bit about this because, I, I, you know, many school districts right now are trying to get into the STEM maker area. And right. what we end up seeing is, you know, maker space on a cart or yeah. we see the – uh, facilitator, formerly known as librarian, now known as media center specialist, suddenly turned into STEM expert. 
on a cart. I mean, I got to ask you, man, how do you do this? How, what do you recommend? Is there a budget? I mean, maybe if you have anything, I'd love to stick it in our show notes. But how do you successfully implement this and then think about doing it cross-curricular? Okay, I mean, it, it really starts with just little by little baby steps. You know, when you're introducing STEM and Maker, you're introducing an entire mindset with that. You're introducing a maker mindset. Even STEM brings its own mindset with that. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of, it's not for everyone. It's not for every educator. You have a lot of educators out there that are still very teacher-centered. And this may be a difficult thing to understand and to let go of the reins, as per se, and letting the, the kids take control and decide which way to go with education can be a scary, scary thing for a lot of educators. So I saw that as the first, you know, not problem, but the first hurdle that could arise. So I, you know, came up to my superintendent. I let her know some of the great stuff I was doing and said, you know what, I want to shot at maybe running some STEM camps in the summer. And we just introduced it that way. And we've been running STEM camps for about, we're going to our fourth year of STEM camp. We started with a small group of 25, grew that to 75. Last year, we had over 200 campers uh, from all over the city. And if you're going to introduce it to uh, little campers over at our STEM school, Hudson School, where we had from the age of kindergarten, first and second grade. So we're introducing these ideas to them. And it's funny because, you know, you talk about the maker mindset and the STEM mindset, but it seems like kids are grasping this right away, jumping into it full fledged, you know, not even thinking twice about things and, and experimenting. And that's what education is all about nowadays. It's not no longer what uh, we can no longer teach the way we were taught. And that's the bottom line. Now, one of the things that teachers are doing these days is reaching out for professional development. I mean, clearly, when we went over yeah. to the NJEA convention, uh, the teacher cast booth happened to be on this hallway of 3D printers and, and and you know, there's amazing things that you can make these days just using some modeling plastic. I, yeah. I, I couldn't help but notice that right across from us was this company called Maker Depot, and, and I've had a chance to work with them a little bit. Tell us a little bit about Maker Depot. What's your involvement there, and how are they helping to change New Jersey school districts? Well, here, Jeff, here we have uh, the Maker Depot, which is a, the largest maker space in the state of New Jersey. You're talking 6,000 square feet of making. you got to think of our old high school wood shops on steroids, super duper steroids. We have a, uh, a wood shop. We have all the latest in, in being able to, to work with wood. We have a metal shop. We have a fab lab with over, over 10 printers. And we have more printers uh, involved now with uh, Maker Depot Academy. And we'll talk about that in a second. We have uh, laser engravers. We have a classroom at Maker Depot. Um, most recently in December, we actually just hit our anniversary. We have started a nonprofit called the Maker Depot Academy. And the uh, mission here is to change education and, and turn it into uh, more hands-on, more making, more STEM-related. Uh, I have been so lucky to work with Mike and Frank, who uh, are the founders of the Maker Depot and have been more than awesome in, in trying to spread maker education along around the state and across the country. So uh, we're doing a lot of awesome, innovative programs. Uh, obviously, at the top of the list with the Maker, Maker Depot Academy is professional development. Uh, we are offer 3D print professional development. We offer laser engraving classes. Um, you can look up the site. Uh, just uh, you can go on the Maker Depot site. I know we're working on the Maker Depot Academy website as as we speak. We're updating that drastically. So, but the Maker Depot, we're offering a lot of school programs for school districts, leasing options, 
for 3D printers and other uh, um, equipment, maker equipment and programs, NPD. So anything you need, we also do a lot of custom uh, PD and professional development for school districts as well. Jim, you know, it's really, really great to see this discipline not only grow, but grow in the state of New Jersey. I, I yeah. you know, j- just another little plug here. The stuff over happening at Maker Depot is fantastic. And, uh, you know, Jim, it is really awesome to see New Jersey educators reaching out there and taking a national lead on, uh, you know, STEM education. Jeff, absolutely. Very exciting. And it's great to have Marcos on the show. And and Marcos, speaking of growing this even further, um, a lot of our listeners may not be doing uh, this yet with their students and maybe have heard a little bit about this. And uh, what, what would you recommend to someone listening who, who has, hasn't started yet, but, but has an interest to learn more? Uh, as far as making and, and STEM? Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, first resource, obviously, look, look up your local makerspace. They are always looking to work with teachers. Uh, get involved with, again, the local makerspace. There's tons in New York City area. There's, they're popping up everywhere. Again, if you're in Jersey, Maker Depot Academy, that's the one you want. Uh, Maker Depot is the one you want to definitely check out. Uh, but uh, also, you want to check out makered.org, which is uh, MakerEd, a, uh, a nonprofit, which is associated with Make and Make Magazine. We just had Maker Fair uh, in the beginning of October, which was amazing. And it was, the education portion is huge. So uh, uh, I think those two are, are my go-to resources when I talk to educators. Also, again, um, you know, you, you have to just have the initiative of going out there and seeing what's new. Seeing what, what check out what your kids like, what your students are into. You always got to take a survey of what they're into, and that's always going to lead you to some cool academic, um, you know, touch that you can put onto something and it's going to create a lot of motivation on their part just to be there. You know, um, we, we have to stop trying to push information down in education and down our students throat. More importantly, we have to start pulling them into this world and we have to create spaces and environments that pull kids to that. And that's just getting them involved and seeing what they're into and bringing that into the classroom. And, and, and Marcos, how long have, have you been involved in this and how long and, and what's your story in terms of starting out? Uh, starting out as far as STEM in the classroom? Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just keep thinking about our listeners out there who are not doing this, but I've certainly heard about it and have an interest. And it, it seems overwhelming at first to get started. And I thought maybe you sharing your story of maybe starting small and uh, it, it certainly has grown with your work. Yeah. Yeah. You want to start small. Uh, again, I started with STEM camps in the summer. Uh, with uh, I actually handpicked teachers again, trying to pick those teachers with those maker mindset, that growth mindset that is so important in this world. You need teachers that are not scared of diving in and letting go of the reins and and uh, uh, really embracing this world and learning from the kids. That's also a huge thing that's going to happen during this whole process. You're going to be learning and become a learner again, uh, and sometimes learning aside, along aside, alongside these uh, students of yours, uh, but. I would start small, you know, a little camp, maybe uh, um, an after-school program, uh, a myad, or some type of way of, uh, you can always integrate this into your everyday lessons, you know. It really is standard-based. Uh, now, with the next generation science standards, which incorporate engineering, our new uh, technology standards, 8.2, which naturally is, is throwing into the making in the STEM world, you have to take advantage of these standards. 
if you read these standards, you can, you can whip up some amazing ideas and some amazing lessons incorporating making and STEM. And again, makered.org, you can find stuff, you know, uh, standard-based as well. Um, everything is, there's, there's always a connection to education. Uh, if, as long as the kids are hands-on and making something, it is connected academically somewhere in a standard. It's just about bringing that out, honestly. You know, so what is your end goal? Always look at your end goal and figure out how can I make this hands-on. So, so Marco, speaking of making something, I know um, you, you have something else you'd like to talk about called, uh, I, I believe the website is handsoncoding.org. If you would like to speak to that and what's going on over there. So handsoncoding.org was an idea that uh, um, spawned on to me and uh, I, you know, playing on code.org one day and all these new coding things that are popping up everywhere. I love the idea that, uh, first of all, New Jersey is recognizing coding as an important part of uh, critical thinking and computer science. Um, it looks like the state is moving towards initiatives of making computer science a something that's going to be required. But along with that, you know, I, I looked at the picture and said, you know, everything's digital and, and hands on with coding, uh, which right away got me thinking and throwing around ideas and being an enthusiast of 3D printing. I said, you know what, I want to see if I can possibly turn a digital idea and make it a physical idea. And so what I did was I said, all right, let's take some visual coding blocks and turn those 3D print them out. Uh, and then before I knew it, I had a nice set in front of me. I called two very good friends of mine, Joanne Presby from code.org, who is the Northeast trainer up here in Jersey and in New York area. Uh, she's awesome. She uh, runs uh, coding workshops all across the state for code.org. And Laura Flemings, who is, as you all know, uh, Worlds of Making. She has her innovative uh, uh, online courses going on. She has her book out. She's very busy in the maker world. We teamed up and we put together hands-on coding, which is a uh, 3D printed hands-on uh, blocks, uh, coding blocks, where kids can now, students or any learner really, uh, can learn how to code with, first of all, no devices necessary. So just think of the costs uh, school districts can save there where you don't even need a, a device. You have a set of blocks on you. Teacher can draw a square or circle on the board and you're coding it with the blocks. We're taking coding blocks and turning them, turning them into manipulatives to learn computer science. Um, along with these blocks, we are putting out a book series, our main character's name. And if you go to handsoncoding.org, you'll see him all over. He's our, our brand. His name is Cody Blocks, and we're writing a book series behind him. He's going to be traveling the world. He's a little black block car character made up of our hands-on coding blocks, and he's going to be coding as he travels the world. If you have a set of blocks with you, you can code along with him. Um, and we're looking to really make this a, you bring in literature, bring in the ELA component, the English spin, as per se. You know, it's one of the big things we heard with coding is, you know, uh, a lot of, we saw a lot of uh, ELA teachers stand up and say, you know, it's not really for us, that's math and science. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to bring it directly to them and say, well, now we've turned it into an all-encompassing world of, you know, every subject out there. You can even do kinesthetic coding with these. So these are adaptable with any coding curriculum out there. Code.org, uh, you know, uh, a Tinker, any, any coding curriculum out there. What you can do is you can follow along with their curriculum and then act out the codes 
using our blocks. So you can do pair coding with these. Someone can put the code together and someone can act it out. So now we're getting kinesthetically involved in the world of coding as well. And when you look at the studies, that's really where kids can develop a, uh, a good sense of learning is when you're starting to act out and, and being part of it that way. So again, hands-on coding, we're looking to make a big impact in 2017. Uh, we're going to be releasing soon. We're looking uh, to get the help of the Maker Depot involved. So we're doing a lot of great things with this. And uh, uh, everyone we talk to, they, they love the idea. Really, really exciting. And, and the adventures of, what was the character's name again? Uh, Cody Blocks? <laughs> Cody Blocks. Cody yeah. Blocks. So we will stay tuned to uh, handsoncoding.org to follow the adventures of Cody Blocks. And, uh, and, and Marco, speaking of adventures, uh, a couple months ago, you launched uh, EdCamp Urban. Uh, would you like to talk a little about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I had the awesome opportunity of hitting in uh, EdCamp last year at Camp New Jersey, and I was so taken back by what was happening there. Uh, being good friends with Kevin Jared, you know, and being from Union City, and, and Kevin's a big fan of Union City, you know, we've had some uh, big um, New York bestsellers books written about the district, some great articles written about the district. We've done some amazing things in early childhood and bilingual, and he's a big fan of the district. And he, you know, one day looked at me and he said, you know, would you ever throw your hat in Ed Camp? And I've been tossing the idea of an Ed Camp urban, specifically made for those urban educators and giving them a resource of support where they can turn with and have a common bond with other urban educators in the area and try to get, you know, innovative there. You know, uh, the urban school districts, as you all know, ha are, are something that are is a challenge. Uh, it's 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 something that's sweeping the nation. All these urban school districts trying to figure out how to get those kids involved. You know, there's a lot of things going on in, in the urban areas between and I don't want to get negative, but there's a lot of things going outside of the school districts in the community that may not be too appealing to our students and the uh, classrooms are having a hard time competing with what's out there. Um, you know, especially with the streets and, and a lot of negative things that can happen there. So, you know, uh, giving urban educators a, uh, again, support in the classroom by bringing in some of this innovative stuff to hopefully turn the motivation of those students and get them back into school and, and lure them back. And again, it's not about pushing it down the throat. It's about pulling them back in the classroom nowadays. Re really great. It, it's always great to hear about resources of support. Uh, at educators across the state bonding and uh, growing their support networks and sound, sounds like a really great thing and, and uh, will there be another EdCamp Urban uh, coming up maybe next year Marcos or yes we are finalizing we are definitely going to be having one in March in West New York and great. that's going to be in Hudson County we had the first one just happened uh, in October 15 2016 first one ever held was in my school district in Union City we're hosting our second one in the local uh, school district of West New York uh, March. Uh, just we will be updating the website with the exact date. So all local Jersey, Northern Jersey, New York City, tri-state area. If you're an urban school district, you know, if you're an educator, period, that wants to check out some cool, innovative things, EdCamp Urban is the place to be. Please check us out in March. I lead that with again Dan Bergoff from Patterson, Crystal Wells from North Bergen, and Bibiana Prada from West New York. That's EdCampUrban.org. Check out the website. 
Headcampurban.org. Really great stuff, Marcos. And, you know, we've been talking here about 20 minutes. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to kind of mention to our listeners out there that, that you think would be helpful? Yes, I want to actually uh, talk about a uh, most recent um, awesome, awesome experience. Probably one of the best professional experiences I've ever had in my career as an educator. I just came back from TED Weekend, TED uh, Educator, uh, TED Innovative Educator Weekend. Happened that coincided with the TED Clubs um, Weekend, where students were performing at TED headquarters in New York City. So there was a lot of things going on. So we had our TED Innovative Educator, where uh, thirty educators from around the world were just uh, picked for the cohort three for TED's Innovative Educator Program. We had our first uh, Getaway Weekend. Uh, uh, most recently in New York City. Uh, it coincided again with the TED student clubs and we saw some amazing kids performing. We had an amazing weekend together. Uh, it all started out Saturday where uh, we met for breakfast. We actually got to meet Chris Anderson, who is the creator of TED and the entire TED brand, uh, which was an amazing thing, addressing the educators at breakfast. We then got to see some students do their talks, which were jaw-dropping. And I literally... In some points, you know, I couldn't believe what was going on. Some of the topics that these students were talking about uh, were amazing, amazing, amazing from, you know, uh, uh, inequalities and around the world. And it was just, it was an amazing thing to, to witness and, and check out. Uh, we were also lucky enough to have a quick session with Little Bits, where they introduced uh, the Little Bits uh, platform and design thinking. And we had a little competition. Uh, we, it was pretty cool seeing a lot of these educators haven't really seen that side of the maker world. However, you know, being in the maker world, obviously little bits is, is a staple in the maker world. So I it was awesome to see them and, and, and really get to, you know, see the other innovators check that out. That was cool. Then uh, we actually got uh, lunch and then we had a round table and I was so happy to have, be able and so lucky and fortunate enough to sit with uh, Reshma, who is the CEO creator of uh, girlswhocode.org, which is a nonprofit whose mission is to spread coding to girls. Um, as you all know, girls are, are a group that is very underrepresented in the STEM and make the world, and she's doing amazing things. I was able to talk to her and even you know showing her the blocks and, and really got some awesome advice from her. For that alone, I was blown away. We uh, got to see the kids again perform, had dinner. Uh, next day was just about us throwing our pitch out. And pretty much I was throwing a pitch to the TED community. And hopefully it can be turned into a TED Talk next year. I'm looking to combine growth mindset and the maker mindset. And what I'm trying to do is pretty much create a platform where teachers can find maker projects uh, based on um, the positivity outcomes that come from those projects. For example, I'm looking to start with 3D printing and, and uh, talking about a 3D printed hydroponic urban farm. Uh, again, getting back to the urban side of things, it'll be a way for urban communities to feed um, you know, their community to possibly bring in some fresh food, fresh fruit onto the table, grown right in the apartments in, in the homes of urban communities. So taking 3D printing, turning it into a, transforming it into a whole new brand new idea that can literally, literally help communities and, and a lot of families in the urban areas. And, you know, so, and talking about the positive outcomes of a, a project like that, and, you know, you're getting to so many different things. So looking to, uh, 
my TED innovative project is, is around that, the growth mindset with maker community and combining those two worlds. It's gonna be a resource for teachers, educators, students to look up projects and see the positive outcomes from these maker projects. Really great stuff there, Marcos. We will certainly uh, have to schedule a date with you to come back on the show in the spring uh, to give us an update on all this. And, and what a just what a great conversation here. Uh, so many shout outs to your peers across the state doing some really great things with coding and with makerspaces. And I have a lot of work to do uh, to go back through this interview and add to the show notes just so many, so many resources out there for yeah. our listeners who want to get into this stuff. And 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 Marcos, if our listeners have questions, uh, do you want to give a shout out to maybe your Twitter handle and your email? Absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm very, very active on Twitter. That's Mr. Navis, M-R-N-A-V-A-S. That's my Twitter handle. I'm also on Instagram, Mr. Navis UC. Uh, you could also find me on Facebook. Uh, email Mr. Novice UC at gmail.com, Mr. Novice at Mac.com as well. I uh, also have a website up. I'm getting a little active on the blogging side. Uh, that's techtinkandteach.com. Please check it out. Um, and uh, starting a, a, a blog out of there, I have uh, my most recent TED blog on there. I will be giving you the links. So share that out as well. And uh, yeah, just getting very active, trying to spread the maker. Uh, love to all school districts so we can change education. I really see the maker and the STEM, uh, you know, really being a catalyst for change in, in, in this, this antiquated educational system we're in. Really, really inspiring uh, stuff there, Marcos. Uh, thank, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Jeff, thank you. Always an honor and, uh, to work with you. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much. And Jim, you know, really, what a great guest and a great educator out there, not only doing good stuff in his classroom and in his school district, but really thinking about everything happening in the state of New Jersey. Marcos, one more time, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Jim, what a great guest. Oh, what a great uh, epic interview. So many resources out there for educators across our state who want to jump in well, with makerspace, with coding, with uh, whatever. There, there is a growing network online, and it's great to hear that they're coming together in person, too, through through things like EdCamps. I want to give another shout-out to the, to our friends over at, uh, at Maker Depot. We had a great time at the NJEA convention. They did some amazing things, and I'm looking forward to seeing where they go this year. Check them out over at Maker Depot. Uh, it's a great resource, not only in North Jersey, but for the entire Garden State. Jim, before we go, I know we had mentioned at the top of the show some neat things happening. Uh, what, can we, what, what can we be aware of um, that's happening in January real quick? In January, of course, we'll be back with another uh, Jersey Educator podcast about middle of the month. And, uh, you know, uh, if you're an early career member out there and you're seeking to network and build your connections with your peers across the county you live or work in or across the state, you can find all sorts of events for 2017 up at uh, njea.org slash early career members. And one more time, want to give a big shout out to the NJEA convention. It's never too early to think about the 2017 convention. And I'm mentioning this only because right now the proposals are out for the next year, Jim, already. And I believe they're due sometime in February. So if you're out there and you're interested in proposing a topic or a subject, uh, it is a good time to start thinking about that stuff. Of course, you can find out about all the PD events over on the education calendar. 
But, uh, you know, 20,000 educators strong in Atlantic City every single year. It is a great chance to uh, show off what's going on in your school district. It's a great chance to be recognized by the state of New Jersey. And uh, certainly check it out. If there's any information, you can, of course, uh, email us here. Uh, Jim, what was the email again that they can email us? Uh, Podcast at NJEA.org. It has been a great 2016. It's been a great 23 episodes, and here's to another 23 episodes. Uh, On behalf of everybody here at the NJEA, my name is Jeff Bradbury. And my name is Jim Boyce. Saying keep up the great work in your classrooms, have a happy holidays, and continue sharing your passions in New Jersey.